Okay, that's good. <clears throat> Why do you always have to make us stop? I don't understand. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, do you, what do you in silence? You, you I, know, need, like, I need a moment of silence. Are you Simon or are you Garfunkel up over here obsessed with the sound of silence? Great you know? job. Like, come on, dude. That was a good reference, so I'm going to give you a great job button. Great job. Wow. No, you don't get to wow your own yeah, reference. Owen Wilson was amazed by me right Paul now. Damien, Paul Damien <laughs> can do the crazy. That's good. That's, wow. No, take it back. Wow. I don't like sand. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. You're, you're creating a lot of sand right now. You know, a lot of oh, friction. Love no. Can we just let that echo out? <laughs> no. I need to get better reverb on some of my buttons. That's the thing I'm most jealous of that you have is you just have such it. good reverb. Just put reverb. Yeah, on. just put reverb. Do yours on have it. reverb? Let's hear just some reverb, reverb on yours. Here, look, here, hold on. I didn't have whatever I needed to do it. It was some yeah, you know, some I, how do I do some it? attachment, some augment that I don't. How do you do I, it? I don't. I don't acquire. You can do it here somehow. Oh my god, okay, we're not going to spend the next 20 minutes letting you ass. figure it out, you goofball. <laughs> it's okay, this is going to be real bad news for my ass. Princess, get on the table, <laughs> princess. princess. I'm going to have to put you down. <laughs> Sorry, pup. Special guest princess today. She's a 12-year-old wiener dog. <laughs> <laughs> Did she just call you a wiener? I don't like to say dachshund. It sounds, it's just... That's her formal. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that's not her vibe. She's a weenie dog. <laughs> that's true. Dachshund, what are you, British? That's her, that's her state-assigned breed. <laughs> she goes, I don't claim them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's she, sniffing me. And Princess is an accurate name because she's a little angel baby princess. She is. That's a joke. Everyone laugh. Yeah, because she's evil. She's biting my ankle right now. <laughs> princess, stop. <sighs> she's, she's killing a woman. Princess, leave her alone. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a loop? Does that button loop? Yeah. <laughs> for for sure, dude. That, does it not, dude? No, it loop. <laughs> dude, like like Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon Lovett's pet project together. It's a looper. It's like pet a circle. Project? Yeah, it's like a circle. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like a circle. The N word. Whoa! I was waiting for that one to right. be. <laughs> yeah, no, cutting that. No, you can't say that. Also, um, Christy's here. Hey, Christy. Oh, hey, Christy. Hey, Christy. You know, we were excited so, for Princess. you millions Queen. of people hearing right now. <laughs> our, our millions of followers, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am an avid follower of the podcast. Oh. I'm also a Nepo baby because Ian's my uh, brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Christy's my sister-in-law. I think that's the first time I've ever even said that. Yeah, no, like, I don't. I was talking about you guys or something to someone at work, and I was like, my brother-in-law. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Still feels a little weird. It's just Ian. He's not my yeah. brother-in-law. What the hell? Thank no, you. but yeah, so. I'm a Nepo baby. <laughs> it's like calling uh, Princess the Dachshund. It's like, that's not, that's too formal. <laughs> it's not right. It's that's not how we right. do things around here. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, and thank you for being here. We're excited thank to have you. you yes, know? I've listened to all that. Well, that's a lie. I listened to like 98% of the episodes. <laughs> but, um... I love the episodes where I would just, it's just like a shit show for like an hour and a half. Like, those are the best ones. So, you have listened to every episode. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think my favorite like tangent that y'all have gone on is whenever Ian described um, going to Laredo to visit our family. <laughs> and you guys are like astounded by all the details. You're like, wait, that happened in one night? We're like, yeah, that's one night. It's and it was last a- night, too. <laughs> You're like, every- my family's a spectacle. We're amazing. Yeah. Every time we go to Laredo, that's how it is. Just like, go, 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 yeah. go. No time to think. Get out of the car. Where, yeah. where are we? We're over the border oh okay (laughs) it's exactly like that it was i was just rolling with the punches that night (laughs) yeah because that was your first time like crossing yes with the family yeah with your family Mm -hmm. because 
I've only been to Laredo, like... Texas. Well, no, I've been to Nuevo Laredo, like, twice, mm-hmm. but when I was much younger. Oh. And it was just right across the border. We got street tacos and bootleg Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So if you oh, ch- those are the best Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> so if you changed your outfit to go into Mexico, would it be considered cross-dressing? <laughs> Because you know you're crossing to yeah. That's only if you <laughs> you have to do it while you're crossing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like mid cross, yeah. and it's really hard to not get arrested. <laughs> Just looks suspicious as hell. <laughs> Actually, I tried to. I don't know what I was thinking. You tried but... to get arrested. <laughs> no. She's like, no, I tried to cross dress. No, I tried tax evasion, but that's a different story. Okay. Um, uh, one time we we're crossing the border on foot wow. from Nuevo Laredo to Laredo, Texas, uh-huh. and um. I had just like a normal like tote bag and that was whenever like security was really heightened. I don't know what was going on at the time. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but they had military guys like a, like halfway through the border when you're walking, they like search everyone's bags before you went to the um, place where they check Perverts. your visas and stuff. <laughs> and to make them uncomfortable, I put like all my pads and tampons at the very top <laughs> so that when they unzipped it, they saw that. And then he closed it really quickly, gave it back to me. So it worked. <laughs> That's awesome. So you could have smuggled some yeah. cool shit. Over. Like that's how I got a bomb into Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they don't really care. Was that on the way back home or w- on the way to? On the way back home. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I helped the cartel. <laughs> that was my contribution to the world. You could have brought some like chocolate or like some peanuts or something. You no, know? they're really weird about certain stuff. Like they don't like you crossing certain plants. Like even if they're like it's, it's, not dangerous it's at the all. The bugs that can come with them. Yeah, they're it's, uh, it's they're a whole agricultural thing. Wow. They're very particular. Like my grandma, like love my grandma and my mom, like love plants. And every time she comes, like for a little bit, she like sends her home with a bunch of extra stuff. And um, she gave her like two plants, and then she said that they took them away from her at the border. <laughs> she was really sad. What, <laughs> what do they do with them? Do they just throw them in the river? I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Like the no, the they, river's right there. They got some really nice greenhouses. They've got some beautiful <laughs> gardens. They're just all the things they've taken over the years. You know? Yeah, it, that's how they eat. You know, they get the the plants. The plant from fucking Little Shop of Horrors just growing in there because it's you think, a mix of both countries, like combining all their plant genomes. They've just shit. got all them cool bugs that nobody genomes. wants. Genomes, you know? nerd. Oh, sorry, sorry. I mean, wow. uh, plant shit. I'm just kidding. You think there's just like one like Border Patrol agent that just has a wife at home that's yeah. like. I really want this plant. And he's yeah. like, I'll see if we pick one yeah. up today. Like, he doesn't know what it looks like, so he's just taking every plant <laughs> everybody has. Is it this one, honey? God, this is the 10th day in a row. <laughs> Larry, are that's you, marijuana. Are you stupid? <laughs> he goes like, I know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I want a divorce. <laughs> Princess is just going around to everyone and Single. using her cuteness. <laughs> She's like, who will pick me up next? You're a big, you're a big dist- Oh, you want to talk here? What do you have to say? The N-word! Oh. Oh. Princess, what the hell? She is from another generation. We raised you better than that. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at me with a smirk. She's, She's like, yeah, I did it, and gosh. I'm proud. She's so cute. She's got stumpy little legs. Her, centim- er, her, her legs are like two centimeters tall. <laughs> Whenever she goes out to the bathroom and it's like raining or cold outside, her belly gets wet, so we have to like clean oh. her paws and her belly. You're too close That's to the hilarious. ground. You're too close to the ground, princess. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you closer to God. So cute. She's like, who's that? <laughs> oh, All right, you're going back on the floor because you're just going to, oh, yeah, bit me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen her bite anything. She like nipped my finger in the <laughs> cutest way ever. It made me want to just pick her back up and kiss her. Gentlemen, 
Let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gourlami. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Um, I'm Christy. This is Paul Damien. This is Kenny. And I'm today's guest, Ian. Whoa, coming in last. Wow, holy shit. I'm replacing Ian uh, from (laughs) henceforth, so enjoy him in this last episode while you can. Uh, This week, what are we talking about, Christy? We're talking about Last Night in Soho. Came out in 2021 by the one and only Edgar Wright. Hell yeah. Oh, so he he co-wrote this uh, with this woman, Christy. Is that why you picked this movie? That is exactly why. Christy Wilson Karens. I didn't realize you spelled your name like two different names put together. (laughs) That is the weirdest way I've ever seen Christy spelled. It's spelled like (laughs) sci-fi. Or like psychosis. Like it doesn't make sense. Her name is Christy. Christy. Her name is Christy. But yeah, okay, so he co-wrote this movie with Christy. I'm gonna put some Christ in your eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, And yeah, this is starring Thomason McKenzie and Anya Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, uh, what's that old man's name? Terrence Stamp. I get yeah. him mixed up. <laughs> what's that old man? <laughs> I get him mixed up with Malcolm McDowell from um, Clockwork Orange. Really? Both those old men look exactly the same to me. You gotta show I me saw old him and immediately McDowell. saw Haunted Mansion. Oh, he's in. Yes, he's the oh. server in Haunted Mansion. I've never seen Haunted Mansion. <gasps> the so. one with Eddie Murphy. Look. I think I've seen that movie like once when I was like nine years okay. old. Oh my gosh! No, I remember because he creeped me out. Oh, yeah, dude. Look at that. I get yeah, it. So yeah. Terrence Stamp... Lo- They're just different fonts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrence Stamp is evil Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> like, if you if you had a font for old white men, uh-huh. they would be, like, two iterations. They'd be yeah, the font. English versions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the old English scripture one. <laughs> His resentful twin brother. <laughs> oh, whoa. I'm, like, going to download this Wow, you don't want to save that to your iCloud? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and save that to my Google <laughs> Those Plus. guys have the same dad. I don't care what you say. Yeah, the McDowell stamp family. <laughs> the McDowells. Um, yeah, so Google recognized Terrence Stamp as Terrence Stamp, which is cool. Um because otherwise... What the hell is this feature? I didn't even know that yeah, existed. I, didn't, I did that completely by accident. What if it was like Terrence McDowell? I was just super confused. <laughs> oh my God, that's him when he's young. Look, the picture next to him. Oh, that yeah. One. Yeah, he apparently played Zod in the original Superman. Oh, that's wow. cool. Look at that. Oh, interesting. I like Terrence Stamp. There's yeah. A few of the things that I know. Like, I feel like I've seen him in more stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that I see him next to... McDowell, I'm like, oh, okay. I definitely feel like I've seen Terrence Stamp in quite a few things. I'm pretty sure he's in Star Wars. Let's take Probably. a look here. Yeah, yeah he there plays. Uh, he's the, another dude. Well, he's the chancellor that gets dethroned by oh. Palpatine. He's the one that yeah, basically yeah. gets you know cucked. They're like, he sucks. Replace him, and he's just yeah. like, Ugh. he just sits down. And he's like, all right, I guess that's my life. His biggest crime was he allowed the ETs into the Council of. <laughs> <laughs> and his second biggest fish. crime, that robe. Am I right, guys? Got his ass. (laughs) Way last season, am I right? (laughs) What'd you do, Terrence Stamp? Just get out of the shower? That's a fucking bathrobe, dog. Fucking burn, dude. (laughs) 
Actually, um, I fuck with that robe. That's a cool ass robe. Yeah, I know. It's a cool ass robe. I don't know what you're talking about, Christy. <laughs> yeah, if you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say it. <laughs> I, anyway, I Darren Stamp is in this movie um, playing a character that's yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. That it it's a twist. Yeah. Because I think even what the kind of? trailers imply one thing, and the movie wants you to believe one thing until mm-hmm. it's it yeah turns it on its head. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, but here we are, yeah. last night in Soho. Kenny, you've seen this movie before. I had seen this movie before. I watched probably the first twenty-five minutes on a plane, mm. and was just okay. completely in love with it, and mm-hmm. just like needed to finish it. And so when they put it on HBO Max, I like went out of my way to finally go and watch and finish the film, and. Um, I mean, I want to hear how y'all kind of felt about this first because I was the only person in. Had you seen it before, Christy? I had seen it oh, once okay. before. Um, but I watched it this? again. Did you see this in theater? No, no. I saw it on HBO. Gosh. Yeah, it, un- unfortunately, this did come out during an COVID, era right? where, where COVID was... was still kind of prevalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was like a re-spike of COVID, and mm-hmm. so yeah, even I ditched this one in the theater, which is. Um, unlike me for an Edgar Wright movie. Same, exactly. Yeah. That's a you know director who will usually put my ass in a seat just to see what he's coming out with. You know. Yeah. So what about you, Paul Damien? You've never seen this before, right? Did you I've know anything about this movie? No, Amber had seen this before. Um, so what does she think? She yeah. Well, how come she's never on the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> yeah. She's pregnant. <laughs> oh my god, uh, she's been pregnant the whole time. Yeah, this whole yeah. whole. <laughs> but no, um, I don't know. It was a good film. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. Um, There were a couple things. Like, I didn't expect this to turn into a fucking ghost film. Mm. Yeah. That, like that was very interesting. Who yeah. cares? I know. <laughs> we're, we're spoily if you're listening to this, expect spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <when we> <laughs> um, do you like traditionally like Edgar Wright films? Like, do you like Baby Driver? Do you like Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Hot Is Fuzz. He, yeah, Hot, Hot Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the fucking Dead. Yeah, I guess so. Because all those movies rock. Do we like perfectly do his like? Filmography backwards. <laughs> no, well, we forgot End of the World or whatever. Oh, End of the World. Yeah. That one's good. Actually, I like the bar one, the bar hopping one. Yeah, The World's End. The World's End, yeah. Um, oh, and then he did the documentary about the Sparks That's Brothers. Right. I forgot about that, too. Um, yeah, he loves music, and it's very obvious in all of his movies. He he works great. Okay, I don't know who did the score in Last Space. Night in Soho. That I is wonder, a really good show, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. I want to see Simon Funky Peg. Pete, because that's a weird... <laughs> What is that? Is just a video? I don't know. Let's see. Funky Pete is a two-minute uh, edited version scene from Shaun of the Dead. So it's oh, okay. an alternate scene. It's an Shaun alternate gotcha. scene. Man, they do everything on IMDb. Anything and anything yeah. like, qualifies. Especially directors who have like a cult following like Edgar Wright. People want to know that shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're going to put like a student films in here and shit like that. So, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, Space is a great show. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how I discovered it. I think I was in like middle school or like it must have been on school. Netflix for a little while, right? I think so because I remember I was looking into. I had just seen Shaun of the Dead, and mm-hmm. I was looking into um, Simon Pegg and um, Nick Frost. Yeah, I was kind of looking into their like careers because mm-hmm. that's like when I first discovered them, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is on Netflix, and it's only like a couple episodes." Like I'll watch it, and I loved it. It was so weird. It's kind of like a Freaks and Geeks. Of type? No, I would say it's very oh, British. Twenty something. So but, yeah, it's like witty twenties British it's, comedy. It's definitely a British comedy f- yes. for sure. 
did Edgar Wright do the whole series? Let me see. He did. Where is based on here? Director, TV he series. He did fourteen episodes, and how many episodes were there? Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. he did <laughs> nice. all the episodes for space. That's fucking sick. That's sicko mode. Wow, crazy. <laughs> Daddy, chill. Um, Get assaulted with buttons for that. Uh, yeah. So Edgar Wright, we love him. He, we stand Edgar Wright on the podcast. But yeah, this movie is not a comedy. No. And it's even, not like no. his other movies at all, really. Right. Yeah, because even Baby Driver, which is maybe his most serious <laughs> to date, it still has plenty of comedy in it. Yeah, we get those comedic beats, you know what I mean, mm. that stand. And we get them a little bit in this movie. Like, there are small hints of it. Like, this, the part where she, you know, is getting the new house and is, the lady's like, I have had people run out on me. And she's like, oh, I would never run out in the middle of the night. And then the next couple is her running out from the, yeah. the dorm room in the middle of the night. Like, we, he, he, he implants it, like, slightly in there at times. But you're right beyond that. It's This is... The farthest I feel like he's ever dwelled from what has been such a traditional style for him, which right. is like fun, you know, quirky, you know, fast paced comedy, you know, thrown into these like wild kind of action stories, you know, because I'd even argue Scott Pilgrim versus the world is an action. You yeah. Know I mean? All of his movies and feature funny. action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And comedy. Yeah, for sure. Um, the yeah. tone was so different from the get go. I was almost like, this is Edgar, right? Like, yeah. I was like, wow. I was kind of taken off by that. He he does a great job with music mm-hmm. in this um in and, this movie. And I was instantly drawn into this film. Like I said, when I put it on on the plane, I mean it like sucked me right in with the fact that exactly had to judge fucking sucked me right off, dude. <laughs> Pervert. That'd be fucking weird. Um, but it really drew me in. Is that better? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I mean, it starts off with music and with you know uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, you know our main character dancing. You know, um, mm-hmm. now I'm even trying to think of what her name is. I just totally Ellie. Like, Ellie. Ellie. There we go. So I was like Sandy, Ellie. but that's Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And to just kind of for the audience who weirdly has not seen this movie this is about a young girl and her going off to college in london she is uh fashion for fashion design uh, she's kind of from the countryside and she's kind of got a naive yeah well and she's <laughs> got a Haley joe osmond syndrome you know she kind of she can see some dead people you know yeah you and know. so it's oh yeah go ahead Paul well as you say and sometimes i feel like i'm like her where mm-hmm. i just want to I tell my friends I'm not doing anything tonight. I just want to go home and dream fuck Doctor Who. <laughs> so now the fact, like that one scene where she was like oh, getting ready, ready for bed, she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, like, she's like, I can't wait to see Doctor Who." <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, you know, half of the UK they can't wait to see Doctor Who That's as true. well. It's so weird. Like for uh, Matt Smith, he's very divisive amongst yes. people. Mm-hmm. Like they either like. He's Love a, him. He's gorgeous. Like he's ugly as fuck. Like yeah. there's really no in between. <laughs> and yeah. now it, with his resurgence as Damon Targaryen in the you know House of Blood, oh, you yeah. know, the newer Game of Thrones new... series, I feel like he's kind of you know been repopularized in that way. But personally, it was uh, being the villain in Morbius that oh, was the yeah. shining star, the breakout, <laughs> yeah, the breakout <laughs> yeah. role for Matt Smith. Like yeah, Doctor before who, that, who gi- yeah, Doctor Who gives a shit? There you go. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> he was he was just trying to find out who he wanted to be, which was Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to be. Morbius too. Yeah. And the hell convince him to do Morbius is what I want to know. Like, come on. Himself. He front ran that movie. I, I'm convinced half the people who did Morbius was like, Marvel, okay, those make a bunch of money. Yeah. And just don't even realize that there's like a whole bunch of schlock in there. And then you're gonna be zeros. working with the yeah. weirdo. Yeah. Freaking what's Leto. his name? Psychopath. Jared Leto. <laughs> the ageless man. <laughs> 
But yeah, Matt Smith uh, is, um, he looks like a homunculus. Um, no, he looks, his. He looks like the beginning of man. <laughs> he, said, he said, this man's a Neanderthal. Like, uh, like, he is the first generation of man that didn't, which is not completely covered in dude, hair. Dude, I was about to fucking say that. Yeah. Like when all the hair fell out, that was Matt Smith. Yes, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, he doesn't even have eyebrows. No, but no, okay. He just has Holy the shape shit. Of, a, of, a, of the brow, of no, the skull. I, I agree with y'all, but I don't know how, but on my Twitter, the Matt Smith stands mm-hmm. got infiltrated my Twitter somehow. And I saw fan cams of him. <laughs> and he is like really good at being suave. Oh. He's very like even in the movie, like yeah, no, he was for sure. very like convincing, very like, ooh, like you want to follow him somehow. Like there's something about him. Yeah. And it works apparently. No, well, he yeah. led humanity into a new world, you know, like <laughs> evolution, evolution. Yeah, no, um, like, no, use tools. See, I I agree with you. He plays the part in this movie as well as you would expect, mm-hmm. where he does have the draw of a handsome man because he he does have handsome features, but he can also be monstrous, and I think that low-key Edgar Wright tuned into that yeah. with casting of him, you know? It's, he can turn ugly fast, you yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah, um, you just, like, have to move the lighting. Around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, there was a lot of lighting work in this movie. That's mm-hmm. actually interesting yeah. that you bring yeah. that up. Yeah. Tons of lighting were... Yeah, for sure. ...arranged in various ways. It would, it would always be obvious that some shit was about to happen when the bistro light would only show red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I liked that it showed red and blue because those are essentially like the emergency mm-hmm. lights that you would see. Um, and so it, it it you know, leads into scenes pretty well that way. Um, but the music, I can't... I can't, can't get enough of the music. <laughs> how good the music is because I couldn't find it. Whoever does the score for this movie is a pro because they were able to effortlessly blend score in with the upcoming song that would be tracked to the scenes Mm -hmm. just constantly and it would go score track score track score track like that and it's just like who who's this master? I feel like if you put the soundtrack out for this movie, it'd be an hour and twenty minute just single track, it was <laughs> yeah. all just free flowing all the music throughout itself. No, they, but honestly, that's good. Like the fact that it it flows in, we don't even have to really think about it. You kind of forget it's there, but also it does its job at the same time. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of like the best combination that you can have. I feel like I know that name. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see what else Stephen Price has done. <laughs> I'm what sure. is he composed? Is Edgar Wright British? Gravity. No. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Edgar Wright's British. He did Gravity. Wow. Oh, okay. I've that movie was hilarious. <laughs> oh, did he attack <gasps> the block? He attacked the block. Fury. No, this guy's got some cool, mu- some cool movies. Yeah, hell yeah. He, so he did work with Edgar Wright once before with The World's End, or at least that's his first and time like working with Edgar Wright, Baby, Driver, Baby well. Driver. Yeah. So they, it looks like they Edgar just right. started having a working oh, yeah, career like so. after the okay. world's end. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, this is my music, man. Yeah. He gets it. But um, what's it called? Gravity? It's just Sandra Bullock just going like this. <laughs> oh, shit. I got Gravity mixed with Interstellar. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Gravity? Wow. No, that's shit. Mm. Hans Zimmer. Hans I like Zimmer. It. Gravity's fine, too. I rewatched that movie not that long ago. It was good. I want to see it. We yeah. should see it from yeah. podcast. Let's can. not do that. No, let's do it. <laughs> He's that sick as Andrew Bullock. Y'all can do that in like six months yeah. when I can't be on the podcast because of my baby. You're having a baby? I'm Wait, having whoa, a baby. Whoa, whoa, Paul Damien, I would like to give you this. It's the doobie baby. You smoke it like a doobie. It's just a baby. <laughs> 
I don't want it. What the <laughs> no, this is the baby is Jesus from the the bread. It's from, from um the what? Three Kings Day where you yeah. eat yeah. the pan and the, whoever gets the baby has to make the malas. So you have to make the malas. Whoever gets the baby has to slit their wrist. <laughs> I swear to God, I have no fucking clue what y'all are talking about. <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you really not know? It's a Mexican tradition. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, I know. <laughs> If you if you go to H E B in January and you see Mardi Gras Mardi Gras bread, that's what we're talking about. That's cheating. That's cheating. So yeah, go ahead and hold on to that. I don't get that's it. That's the token of your future child. Yeah, that is your future child. <laughs> well, that's the size they are. Eat that's the size they are right now. <gasps> oh, that is the size <laughs> they are right now. <laughs> you're gonna go home and wash that shirt, and your dryer is <laughs> gonna, gonna be, be like gone. making all this noise. You're like, what the hell? And you're gonna find it in there. You killed the baby. It's just gonna be yeah. get stuck in one of those holes. That's, yeah, that's the bag of flour that we're giving you to protect to test your dad's skills and you already failed because you just stuffed it in a dark place. Oh, I'm man. keeping it nice and warm. It's cold in here. <laughs> like a kangaroo's pocket. Exactly. Ah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Multiple times um, I stopped the movie and I uh, shazammed the song that yeah. was playing. Were they always just random ass 60s yes. pop? Yes. Yes. One of them was like a... Um, an orchestra, I think it's called like the 100 Orchestra, mm-hmm. 101 Orchestra, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Scylla Black, which, I mean, she was in the movie, mm-hmm. so it makes sense oh, that mm-hmm. she's in it a lot. But they had some bops, for sure. So who is that that you just said, Scylla Black? She's a real person. Like, she's a oh. real artist. She's a real singer from the 60s that yeah. they just had. Like, oh. And she was the one singing when they initially walk into the club. And she's like, I'm going to be the next Scylla Black. Oh. When we first get introduced to Donna okay. Taylor Joy yeah. and Matt Smith, she's just the singer in that club and who is yeah, a real 60s performer. So, um, this arm is starting to fall over. So let me just try to... Are we in the cave? Yeah, we should have put it in Do you want to go in, let's, let's hop in the cave for the rest of this episode. Do all our maintenance in the cave. Yeah. We'll do POV, that baby that you stuffed in your... Uh, are we in the cave? The baby's in the cave, that's for sure. It's like, way. If I knew how to... Uh, let's do it. Let's let's go in the cave real quick. <laughs> you can figure it out, I believe in you. Uh, I think cave. It's... Cave? Try it. Talk? Check Hello? one. Check no. one. Check no. one. Check no. one. No, that's an echo... Hello. <gasps> that sounds KV. That does that, sound kind of that's KV. KV Jones. Davy Jones's locker. KV Jones's locker. Yeah. That's where we are right now. That's worse that's because there could be a bear in there. <laughs> Taking four hundred selfies. That's who. That's yeah, KV Jones. Exactly. <laughs> He's Smokey's cousin. Smokey the bear. <laughs> yeah, Smokey oh. Jones. No, Smokey Robinson's. KV the bear. <laughs> KV KV Jones the bear. That's exactly right. Okay. Uh, Obama's in the cave. Hey, Obama. Hey, hey. hey Obama. Up, what do you got to say about uh, that? Crazy. Do not, do, do not be the potato uh, salad person. Obama, you're so deep in the cave, I can hardly understand you. If somebody gets sick, they, they blame the potato salad. Like- <laughs> Shit, Nick Cage is here too? All right, enough with the cave. Oh, I love cave. Oh, we missed the cave. Right? Um, so the movie does a good job at... Kind of doing the hereditary thing where you don't know if the if because they talk about how her mom yeah crazy yeah um, <laughs> crazy exactly <laughs> crazy and so you don't know if like anything that she's experiencing is true yeah you don't know if she's a medium you don't know or if, she's if she's crazy we don't know how unfaithful yeah. of a narrator she is to us you know right. what I mean that I we'll, didn't even consider that she was a medium mm-hmm. yeah well because it turns out everything that happens. 
is true. Yeah. So she's a medium. And so like, being home where her mom might have committed suicide, that's where she experiences her mom. Yeah. Or even being with, around near her grandma, that's where she experiences seeing her mom in the mirror. And then being here, she's experiencing all this other shit, you know? I can I can see that, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know because uh, Miss Collins even said like I've had plenty of people run out in the middle of the night, and I could assume it's because they were seeing. Oh, ghosts. yeah, that's why I thought that's it was the I mean. room that was interesting. Because we do, I mean, they do make a point hmm. at the top that she is obviously sensitive to spirits. I mean, like right. right out at the gate, her grandma's like, "You sure you want to go to a big city? You're special." And, yeah, uh, exactly. And so, it, and maybe it's a combination of those two things. You right. know what I mean, right. like, maybe because it's so hard on thomas and mckenzie's character is because she is a medium Mm -hmm, exactly she's like extra sensitive to how crazy everything well and the fact that the bodies are literally underneath surrounding her yeah Yeah. the walls and floor beneath her (laughs) how did that room not stink (laughs) that's what i was thinking i was like she smells like garlic the garlic next door the french bistro next door covers up all the smell yeah dude hell yeah now we know. If we need to hide bodies, we just, just use open garlic. a French bistro next door, dude. And then Easy. you won't you won't even have to worry about vampires either. Oh, that's so it's true. Two birds, one stone. Two, two, birds. two bats. Oh, two bats, one stone. <laughs> Damn, hell yeah. Two <laughs> two people in London, one stone. Um, <laughs> can we talk about Jocasta real quick? Oh, yeah, that bitch was Hurricane crazy. Jocasta. Yeah, let's talk about Jocasta. <laughs> <laughs> like, just. The amount of attention that this bitch needed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I. I the I fact that they were it. like trying to trauma one up each other. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Y'all just met. Can we chill? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's intense, uh, but very traditional, kind of like school bully in a lot of yeah. ways. I feel mm-hmm. like, which is like overly judgmental, constantly pushing you into situations you don't want to be in. Yeah, but she's the perfect force for Ellie to kind of like get to where we need her. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. Like she's a very well designed in the story to kind of be there when we need her to basically be like a pushing force to like push Ellie in the wrong direction. She's yeah. almost like a devil on her shoulder. Which you is know what I mean? out of the house. Yeah. Like well, it, and even beyond that, like, or out of the dorm, but in, yeah, into like negative mentalities once she's even going yeah. further down into like doubting herself, she kind of keeps popping up and be like, Hey, fuck you. Right. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like, exactly. So she's the perfect like negative element to kind of keep reoccurring in like a real one versus the very spiritual one ones that obviously start haunting hey those are real too dog we find out those are real because no there was a part of me that i was just like is any of this real Mm -hmm. is any of this actually like rooted in any sort of reality you know i was kind of confused at the very beginning i was like is she fucking dreaming like i missed like (laughs) a minute yeah you know i wasn't paying attention and i look back up and i was like i was cooking oh okay but i look back (laughs) up at my phone and i was like wait what the fuck is she dreaming yeah. What's going on right now? And I, yeah, I just had no idea if it was real or not. Uh, well, let's let's take a very quick break, and then we'll continue talking about whether any of this is real or not. Peace out. <laughs> Don't say peace out. We'll be right back. Yo. Wow. My mic is. What the? What the <laughs> shit? Go ahead. I'm gonna put it right. Wow. Here. Oh, she woofed. We got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. She, okay. This is her. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> wow! So you, yeah, you mentioned the trailer being like a little deceptive earlier, so I wanted to watch it because I don't, I don't think I've seen it like in a very long time. <laughs> no, Christy sneezes like four hundred times every time she starts to sneeze. Bless you, 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 bless you. I think we're in the clear now. Okay, are you done? I can't say. If you say bless you enough, 
It'll stop. Yeah, you just ward off those sneezes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a spell. We well, got it. You bring in all the angels, and they protect her from the sneezes. You know. <laughs> When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you appropriate song. Also, Anya is saying that song. Down, oh, she's like actually yeah. singing. When you've got troubles, all the noise and the hurry seems to help. I know. Downtown. I hate being downtown, personally. <laughs> it's terrible. To the music of the traffic in the city. The lights are much brighter there You can forget all your troubles Forget all your cares So go downtown Things will be great when you're downtown No fun or place for sure scary that was kind of <laughs> the way it ended yeah it's it's supposed to be like hitchcockian yeah exactly um that's that's, that's lame it is it is lame it is you it, that? it is kind of lame you could you, fucking making me do things all the time can are you, you serious that? right can now you pull, can you pull you're on gonna me? make our guest hey thanks pal thanks bucko Jesus. i'm going to be a father wow <laughs> ridiculous um so, i don't give a shit all right Crazy. So I remember knowing that uh, Edgar Wright was making a movie called Last Night in Soho, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that it would be starring the girl from uh, Jojo Rabbit. Joe Rabbit, yeah. And then Anya Taylor Joy. And I remember thinking, sounds dope. Mm-hmm. And then I remember seeing the trailer and just being like, oh, maybe not. No, not that it maybe not. Just like that is <laughs> not at all what you thought. Yeah, what to expect, you know. I mean, I remember seeing this trailer and being excited for it because it felt like Edgar Wright was doing something crazy different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, holy shit, Edgar Wright's going to do a horror movie. I was like, this thing's going to be like a musical montage of madness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, exactly. I, everything we knew about him, I expected. Um, and th- this reminded me of one thing I did want to talk about, which I feel like one of the things that is so Edgar Wright that we do get in this movie is his ability to have like multiple things we are pers- like perceptions to be focusing on at any mm. given time mm-hmm. where like 
things in the background change or we have multiple viewpoints to perceive you know what i mean we see it in scott pilgrim versus the world like when they're on the bus and the lights in the background go from x's to hearts you know you see it in baby driver where graffiti's constantly changing in the background and stuff Mm -hmm. and so that was the one thing we do really get in this where he got to play with all of the mirror work where we do get you know a lot of thomas and mckenzie in the mirrors when we have on a taylor joy and vice versa and it is like implanted a lot throughout the movie that's even hard to notice where there are scenes with thomas and mckenzie in the real world where anna taylor joy shows up in a mirror in the background for a moment or something yeah. and so it's really it that is the one thing that i love so much about edgar wright movies that he did really get to implant into this one you know yeah and i think it's neat i think it's just, it gives like that air of like you know once again the doubt of everything we're perceiving is even happening or not you know for sure um and it's <laughs> It it's done so well, like it's it's insane. It it's like how the fuck are they? The mirror work is insane. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do they how pull do that, shit that shit off? Yeah. Like I don't get it because it looks like the exact same Matt Smith on both of them with literally a mirror, but two different girls. It's, it's crazy. And I love the initial dance scene where it's him dancing with Anna Taylor Joy, and it keeps it bouncing between yeah. the two actresses, and it's so seamless and perfect. And that's that fucking. Edgar Wright cut up, you know, the way he cuts scenes and stuff. I mm-hmm. feel like only he can do it quite that beautifully, you know. Yeah. Speaking of that dancing, um, they actually shot that all in one take. Oh, wow. Like, so he's literally nice. swapping partners. <laughs> no, like every single time, like he did it once with, um, oh, I see what you're saying. one with, um, wow. What's and it name? just lined up and perfectly. And they cut it. Yes. Yeah. And like wow. I saw a video of like how it looked for, like from like, us standing here like watching mm-hmm. it and it was like crazy like the camera was like ooh, 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 ooh. It, was, Jesus. it was really cool yeah the That's rig bad. that they must have had to build to like get around them that way mm-hmm. is insane um uh let's i want to talk about john real quick played by michael ajao mm-hmm. who i guess this is like his only his movie. first movie yeah <laughs> um when he showed up oh apparently he was mayhem in attack the block he was he one was, of the kids. He was one of the little boys. Oh, my boys. God. <laughs> Greatest casting ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad you looked into this. Probs and mayhem. Probs and mayhem. He was Go mayhem. home. Watch Naruto. That's awesome. Oh, All right. Man. Now I love John. I'm glad he was the love interest in this yes. movie. <laughs> I got to give props to him because, I don't know, like, there's times in the movie where I was like, He'd leave. Leave run. that girl. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you see in her? Like, <laughs> y'all are not in like a serious committed relationship. Like, why yeah. do you want to yeah. help these girls? She, she, mm, I don't know. You stole her soda one time. Like, come on, you don't owe her anything. <laughs> you don't owe her your life. <laughs> it's because he grew up on the block. He knows how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he's like, he's like, oh. life's full of mayhem. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> he's like, you're not crazy. I had to fight aliens as a little boy. <laughs> Trust me, my, I, it's my fine. name is John Mayhem. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be the next Die Hard. <laughs> All right, we need that copyright. Yeah. No one steal that. <laughs> he you was know like what I, the one non-shitty person in yeah, this movie, though. For like, sure. it was nice to see Ellie have like one person because she yeah. was she was in the trenches yeah. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sweet. I loved him. The second he showed up, I was like, I hope that guy sticks around. Literally, yeah. when he's like, Hey, you need help pulling mm-hmm. the the bags up the stairs i was like he needs to be in the movie and then sure enough he was in the movie but they do such a good job of like having her have the shitty experience with the cabbie right before that Mm -hmm. so then of course the very next man to speak to her who is the nicest guy we meet in this Mm -hmm. whole movie she's of course like fuck off you know what i mean and i think that was very well built up where she would naturally have a conflict with him that isn't even real you know what i mean she's just already put that guard up you know yeah dude you know what i I was thinking of i was thinking of um the 
all the visions that mm-hmm. Thomas and Mackenzie has. And uh, a lot of the times, like, you see um, Sandy, you know, yeah. in there. But most of the time, I'm assuming, because Sandy's not dead, she's having these oh. visions from the ghosts. Because a lot of oh. time, every time you see Sandy, she's not alone. She's with Matt She's Smith. with somebody that died. That's a good call, you know? because... Went at first, the first couple of nights, she was strictly in the mirror realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after that, whenever Anya Taylor Joy is like doing, she's backup dancing and she's like crying and hitting the mirror um, at that other club. Yeah. That's when Thomason McKenzie is in like tangible world with her. It's almost like her like, breaking yes. that mirror breaks the yeah. reality between them. Shit. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that allows Thomason McKenzie to start pulling, you know, the. And, and that's, that's why they break through the mirror. The the glass at the end when they're breaking through the floors and everything. Yes. That's why it's like glass because it's like the mirror realm. Even exactly. when we see yeah. Anna Taylor Joy speaking to the police officer, you know Thomas and McKenzie punches through the wall and is like ah. You yeah. know what I mean? like, <laughs> it's a weird element that he Edgar Wright was like walls are glass. Yeah, <laughs> walls, walls are glass. glass. Yeah. <laughs> she said the floor is lava and walls are glass. <laughs> but to sit here and talk to y'all, I feel like it is maybe symbolic to that initial her breaking her own image in the mirror and it almost like her destroying the identity that she thought she was going to have for herself. You yeah. know what and I mean? that makes me think of that scene uh, in the club whenever she, it's like the, the montage of them asking like, what's your name? And she mm-hmm. like, says a different name. Like, that's a pretty name. Yeah. And um, that one guy's like, if you can look in the mirror and say that you're like too good for this, I will help you. And she can't do it. Yeah. And Ellie like tries to break through the glass. Mm-hmm. I think that is also an instance where that happens that you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. It's... That's sicko mode. There you go. All right, this Song. movie's brilliant. No, <laughs> 10 out of 10. And honestly, I love Thomas and McKenzie as our focal point in yeah. this movie. I think she brings yeah. such an innocence and charisma to the role of Eloise that fits so perfectly to this like girl that is in all confidence in the world. Like, oh, I can handle this situation. You know, like, I'm not going to have a problem. And then just immediately just nosedives and realizes yeah. that she can't handle any of this shit and didn't even realize that her superpower was going to go into fucking overdrive into her fucking garlic house, you know? <laughs> she's so. like, immediately she's like, oh, these people are really mean. Yeah. And I don't know what to do. So I no, want to hang out honestly, with the ghost. She did, yeah. she did the right thing by leaving oh, the, the, the dorm because fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I like... Her accent compared to everyone else's British accent, you can definitely tell that she's from somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else has a very much like London mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. accent and hers sounds very like country sounding, yeah. which is interesting. Um, uh, she we pulled need it off the, well. That Paul Rudd sound. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do need that sound. It's from. Uh, you just did it. There you go. It's from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because he's tired of Russell Brand, <laughs> who's <laughs> bleeding out in the scene. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, help me. Please. He's not bleeding out. I think he <laughs> got like stepped on some coral it's in, or like, some stuck shit. in his leg. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they pull it out and it bleeds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I'm not even sensitive to blood. And that scene in that movie, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> it was a little bit of blood. It's literally. Really, really, the point <laughs> is that he's being a, a fucking pussy. baby. Yeah. Yeah. The pussy. point of the joke is that he's being a baby. Yeah, Russell Brand that is bad. Being yeah. <laughs> um. So what was I gonna say? Oh, the. So the she's. It's almost just the third night when mm-hmm. shit's finally hitting the fan that Thomas and Mackenzie's like, I don't want to go to Dreamland anymore. 
I yeah. love. She's how- like, I'm done with Doctor Who. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Who gives a shit. Am I right? <laughs> well, because she get we get the burlesque, yeah, yeah, scene where she realizes that things aren't always what they well, seem at the Rialto. She's like, yeah. no, I don't. Don't have sex. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you'll get AIDS and die. Yeah. Because the trailer. There's the scene that the trailer kind of highlights mm-hmm. where she has the hickey from Ghost Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. And so she like just brushes her hair in front of it and she's like, oh, la-di-da. And that gives an, the impression that she is like addicted to the shit. Yeah. Ghost world. Which we she likes get. the lifestyle. Yeah. You know? well, well, until things turn really sour. sour. And then she's like, I, I keep me awake forever, John, please, you know? And I like that how quick that twist is. Mm-hmm. This movie does move super fast into the next important mm-hmm. set piece until another part that I'll talk about later. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is a little bit redundant. Well, and see, that's where I, yeah. And that was something I, you had kind of warned me about this movie before I'd ever even seen it was that there was something in kind of the last hour that mm-hmm. started becoming problematic. And that's just it. I think the first hour 20 of this movie super is strong. incredible. Yes. Like I was so drawn into it. It kept me going. Even once it was like ghosts. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm still on board mm-hmm. for this shit. But there's something, yeah, like in that last 40, 50 minutes that starts being like, okay, but now why are they everywhere? You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was start where it felt like the rules started to get broken. You know what yeah. I mean? It made sense that she's having these visions in this room where I, I agree with you or I agree with you. Mm-hmm. You were the one that said it. I think these ghosts are the ones giving her these visions, not uh, old Honor Taylor Joy downstairs. You yeah. know, uh, the, yeah, another Game of Thrones actress. She's a <laughs> lady, uh, the old lady from Game of Thrones. Uh, oh yeah, the one. The one. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> which one of the 300? Exactly, uh, yeah, the one that dies. The one that dies in Game of Thrones. Still that does one. not narrow it down any. <laughs> She's the queen of thorns. Oh, I remember the, the one who, the flower lady. The, her daughters die. Yeah, exactly, from Again, the dragons. Again, Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree that I think it's the ghost giving her these visions. So that's why it started like kind of breaking me or taking me out of it when all of a sudden they're like, she's seeing them on the streets. They're like attacking her in the library. Yeah. And, but I think that's also a good argument to what you're saying where maybe that's not even real anymore. It's just got her so fucked up in the head that now she's just starting to see it everywhere, yeah. even though maybe it's not actually happening to her. Yeah. And I, we really get that in that moment where she fucking nearly murders Jocasta. You yeah. Know? I, yeah. That <laughs> library scene is where everything like kind of takes a turn i feel mm-hmm. like because well it takes a turn the halloween party oh wait yeah no no, no. i meant oh. to say the halloween party yeah the mm-hmm. halloween party and did y'all notice the popular girls that they were dressed as oh the craft the craft yeah. Yeah. Oh, really i thought that was a nice little um so the library scene Which, uh, the reason it makes sense to me <laughs> is because she was looking up stabbings and stuff right. like that um and missing persons mm-hmm. and a lot of the pictures she was seeing were of, were, men. Were of the people that Anya Taylor Joy's character at Kill. And when right. she was looking for women. And they're yes. they're kind of saying, like, no, look at all the men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so all the men kept showing up. And so it's kind of like a message. Yeah. You know. And so that's why I I'm okay with the ghost showing up right there. No, yeah, for you sure. Know? I think what the problem is, or no, what my problem yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a redundancy. That was my problem. Yeah. She starts seeing ghosts when she's working on the dress mm-hmm. right prior. And and the big night had just happened where John walks over broken mirror glass and cuts up his feet, and um, who who, someone beep? Um, It doesn't matter. Uh, But you know, just the big night happens, and she's the ghosts are happening in the in the school, and she's running out, and she sees them in the street and stuff like that. Um, But the problem is, then 
it settles back down and she ends up back at the library again and explains it to John and, and then, then ghosts start happening And again. then it builds up again. Yeah. And so there needs to be like a cut where we cut out some of that section part. We don't even threaten Jocasta's life because that doesn't have any payoff in the mm, end. You know, it paid off for me. Because really? oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got, was a bitch. That was, that was, crowd, Earth, that was yeah. for the crowd and I, <laughs> I meant him for that. No, but what I thought that that was going to pay off was that the cops would be looking for Anya Taylor-Joy and they would have saved her and John oh. right there at the end. You mean being, Thomas and McKenzie? They would look right, for Right, yeah. yes. Because, um, yeah, Thomas and, Thomas and McKenzie. Because they'd be looking for her because she tried to murder Jacosta exactly. and that's how they would save her from old lady Joy. You know? Exactly. But you could also argue that maybe John was able to calm her down enough so that way she didn't tell the yes. cops. Because when McKenzie leaves, mm-hmm. when... Ellie leaves, um, he's still trying to calm her down. Right. You know? Yeah. Jocasta. Yes. Yes. He's like, uh, she's crazy. <laughs> crazy girl. Yeah, crazy, crazy girl. girl. <laughs> Jocasta's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What happens? Does Jocasta just be like, fine. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> he's I like, I'll do your homework. Too. I don't know. <laughs> that scene, though, that speaking of police, whenever she goes like to investigate or mm. no, to pretty much tell him what's like been going on. I mean, I know, like, you would hear that and assume that like she's crazy, but I don't know that scene where the the men cop were in the bathroom and they're yeah. like making fun of her. That pissed me off. Yeah, it it's it's um the movie is basically the horror that men can provide to women. Yeah, when mm-hmm. you just lay it down straight of like what this is a metaphor from. I That's, think Alex Garland did that better recently, but <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that these men directors are coming out with horror films about this. Yeah, the exactly. experience of a woman, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is this is what we've done to women. <laughs> <laughs> like we get it, <laughs> Christy. Have you seen that movie Men from Alex Gar- Garland? No, that does no. not sound like something I'd watch. It's <laughs> fucking horrifying. Have, yeah. you, have you seen that movie uh, Men Who Hate Women? Yeah, it's called Men. You mean Life? <laughs> no, it's called The Girl with, with the, the Dragon, dragon tattoo. tattoo. Oh my gosh. That was a good episode. No, but um Good callback. High five. All right. Go watch go stop this episode now. Go watch that episode. It's our, it's our yeah, best, no, fuck apparently. this episode. This one's done. I said I said watch that episode, but you yeah. can't. So I mean just stare at your phone while you listen yeah, to it. Yeah. Exactly. This is me and Paul Damien. If you asked us if you should watch that episode. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> or listen to it. Yeah. Good. Good one. Very good. Huh? Um, oh yes. yes, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, you wow. typically do not like horror films. I'm not a horror person. Like I, I'm such a weenie. Um, <laughs> like your dog. Is, I have a wiener dog. Uh, <laughs> but like, I don't know something about. All right, I'm about to try my dump on y'all. Oh. Um, when I was going to get dump on us. <laughs> okay, gross. this one's gonna be real bad news for my ass. <laughs> Um, when, when I was like five, I watched Spy Kids. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it fucked you up, every, dude. That's a it scary fucking everything. movie. Thumb thumbs. That's a my scary world. fucking movie. Dude, the thumb thumbs, thumbs, thumbs ruined my, my life. Um, I never found them scary at all. How? I don't understand they have either. They faces. They are the scariest thing. That my one of the few. Things. Look at that shit. They're just thumbs. <laughs> I remember sitting in. Look a, at that. Yeah, look that at this. One. Look at this. <laughs> I remember sitting in a gym's fucked up after seeing Spy Kids. <laughs> like a breakfast, a 24 hour breakfast. He's going through like an existential crisis yeah. at a gym. <laughs> like, Haven't we all? Coffee, black. 
<laughs> he's like five the babysitter who took us is teaching us like that worm thing with the straw wrapper you know where they're like you drip water on it and i'm like i don't give a shit right now i'm ruined by thumbs you know he's all bitch did you just see the movie we watched <laughs> Oh, he has a thumb in his pants. Oh, God. Uh, here's some Ew, like, why does he have to have nails? Like, that <laughs> creeps me out. Should I look at Because thumbs 34? have nails. No, do <laughs> not. <laughs> okay. All right. When y'all talked about that, I looked it up. <laughs> Rule 34? Yes. I had to look that up and also a golden shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so funny enough, me and Ian, before y'all got here today, learned what, a new rule. Oh, yeah. What was it? So we were trying to figure out if there was a rule for gender swapping characters. Yeah. Yeah, and we just we just googled the word rule and rule 63 was the first thing that popped up and sure enough there it is yeah so there you go there's there's the good rule 34 there you go yeah it's exactly. still horny but it's it's not as horny it be, why is I'm it horny. always disney characters always is the first one to come up it's always someone so doing something weird with a disney character <laughs> it's super approachable you know look at the ben 10 one uh, yeah, yeah, the Ben 10 one's a pretty nightmare. Terrible. Oh, I love it. I like the, <laughs> I like that the watch is the thong. You know what I mean? Oh. That's how- <laughs> no, it's not. She has an actual watch. But it does have the Ben 10 logo on it. Yeah. She can, just, she can slap the wrist. She can slap the... Slap her, <laughs> slap her cat. Her uterus. <laughs> her uterus. <laughs> slap the wrist or the uterus. Different alien. Different experience. <laughs> oh, so that means all the aliens would be gender swapped. Oh, uh, that implies all the aliens have dicks. Yeah. Mm, well. No, I they don't think been- of aliens with with parts like they're yeah. just things no they're just all gonna get eyelashes that'll just yeah. be the difference you know <laughs> like in the thumb thumbs the, the sexy nurse outfit yeah. with like a girl thumb is how you knew it was don't a girl don't search that, that up real? again there's not a girl thumb thumb is yeah, there there is, there is. No. she was like the nurse I don't wanna see yeah. it it's not that bad I don't wanna see there it there she is there she is above Junie above Junie oh right yeah there. there she is <laughs> it's not that bad it's that bad look at her she's thin little thumbs so what do her boobs look like <laughs> Thumbs. They look like thumbs. Yeah, there's thumbs. Got two thumbs. There's nails for her nipples. <laughs> they're they're nail nipples. Like look look at her feet. Her feet. She's standing on Lots her nails. Yeah. <laughs> she's standing on. Oh, they're high heels. heels. Painful. Yeah, they're like high. They're heels. high nails. Yeah. Okay, so this is what made you terrified of everything forever. Yeah, this yes. isn't even a horror film, but this is what made you scared. <laughs> I, this of is horror. a literal child. It's a movie. horror film. They kidnap children <gasps> look at in that this thumb. film. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Are thumbs the scariest part of the human body? (laughs) They're very. Oh, look, when they're dressed up as like the SWAT team, like hanging in the sky, (laughs) that shit scares me too. See, 12 reasons why Spy Kids is actually deranged and terrifying movie. People get me. (laughs) They're SEAL Team Thumb. SEAL Team Thumb. SEAL Team 10. Get it? Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) There was an animated Spy Kids. What? Something and here's an animated thumb thumb and he's got like arms and he has uh, appendages. They've yeah. obviously like retroactively turned him capable of doing shit. Oh my god, there's thumb thumb action figures. There's thumb thumb. You know, I was oh just god. thinking about like Gundam, uh-huh. and they have uh, they have a uh, a Gundam for like uh, people who have arm missing appendages. Oh, they do, and so a thumb thumb would be a perfect, perfect. candidate. <laughs> For for, for those, he just yeah. shoves a thumb and everything. Thumb, it's actually a, a Zaku. Gun thumb thumb. Actually, yeah. a, you'd think a thumb thumb would be great at video games. You know, it's just all you know, like, all, all thumbs. thumbs. Yeah. yeah, but they'd be bad at other things. True. They need five yeah. tiny thumbs at the end of their main thumb. <gasps> Floop. Sorry, I'm really Floop, bad. Please. I'm all thumbs. So you were also scared those of things these, were right? also terrifying. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Floop no, those turns, were scary. He turns the spy kid parents into monsters. 
So I saw that movie and I was like five or six and uh, my brain chemistry changed. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I had a dream or I, I should say nightmare in the middle of the night where I thought I saw Thumb Thumb in the hallway staring at me while I was sleeping. This is also in Spy Kids? Yes. Oh, fuck this movie. I mean, I obviously were This was in part two, right? No, yeah, that's the first yeah, one. Like, this is the first one too. Have, that's the first one. I had locked this shit away and y'all have are fucking... Pandora's box. Imagine, nightmares. imagine like you're you're a toddler, uh-huh. and like this is your first conscious moment, <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. watching. Spy Honestly, Kids this is kind of one of my first shit. memories. Like so the first is, movies I remember watching was the is, Barney movie and Spy Kids <laughs> and the Nutcracker Barbie, but in Spanish and bootleg. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey, so finally a good one. Yeah. <laughs> So Spy Kids was basically your 9-11. Yes. <laughs> Spy Kids was my 9-11 and things were never the same after that. And ever since then, I just have not been a scary movie person. Like every movie I watch is usually like a rom-com or like um, like satirical or like, I don't know. That's, I usually like to watch things that make me laugh. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching scary movies. I'm such a weenie. So what but... made you give Last Night in Soho a chance? Was it just Edgar Wright? It was Edgar Wright and Anya Taylor-Joy. Two mm-hmm. things I like Fair a lot. Enough. So, uh, But like this one's not necessarily like scary. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of blood. There's a little bit of... There's some jump scares every now and again. But like the overall vibe is not trying to scare you. Yeah. Right. You know? It's almost a cautionary tale or yeah. just like a... like. I, I really enjoyed that Thomas and McKenzie automatically understood that the misogyny in the past was terrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? As to where if this movie was solely taking place in the 60s, there'd be the inherent feeling that the women would be like, this is just how it is. Though. This is just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the movie paints it in a way that like, no, this is evil. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the things that are happening in these events is. It was more like it was it was worse than the way it was. It was already bad, but it was even worse. And we even get the payoff of that when we have fucking old lady uh, on a Taylor Joy trying to kill Thomas and McKenzie. Yeah, Miss Collins. There you go. Yeah, you know Sandy Collins is trying to kill her, and but the whole time uh, Eloise is just like, I get it. No, like you were not in the wrong. I was honestly, I was. I was pro Miss Collins yeah, up yeah. until the very end. I'm like, until why you gotta to... fuck it up? Like, yeah, I, we were kids. with you. Yeah. You let us down. But I also get her point of view because she's such a survivalist in that way that yeah. she's like, you literally brought the cops snooping around to my house that's full of bodies, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of need you to not be doing that anymore. Yeah. They already think you're a nutbag. Let's just... Yeah, yeah from it. her point of view, like... It's it's kind of the perfect setup because they they're like oh they, they think this girl's crazy they would ne- never suspect an old lady like me to mm-hmm. be the, do those types of things yeah. so I get it but I was like damn it like <laughs> you yeah. had me up until that yeah I would argue the uh, spookiness of this movie is not terrifying yeah like the no. ghost men are not particularly scary and so I like that they didn't have a face well and yeah. and the most violent scene being the mur- actual mm-hmm. murder scene is like you said so Hitchcocky and mm-hmm. and it, it, to be put into such a modern film it feels goofy you know the 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 uh, image off the edge of the blade the way yeah. the, and she the saw blood her is reflection like, in yeah, the blade yeah the blood like jumping up from it, it just all feels really kind of silly and, and again the lighting yeah. the flash lighting again mm-hmm. also helped because it was just like daylight with no lighting it would look kind of weird but that also kind of helped make it not as like we're trying to scare you. Exactly. I actually enjoy a lot of moments like that in the film, but mainly because of the way they transition from the, I guess, quote unquote, dream sequences Mm -hmm. to the real world back and forth. They do a really good job blending it again with, 
using the lighting mm-hmm. in their favor. Like as soon as uh, Miss Collins turns on the light, it switches and everything's back to normal. Yeah, exactly. and I that's the main reason I like those scenes. Um, I do understand the little corniness that comes along with it, but I think it more of how it's it adds visually a, presented more yeah, than anything. You know? I, I think it adds a see, like sense of uniqueness that we don't see a lot in movies anymore. And, that's fair. and it, 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 it's it's a callback to the times or like imitating, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. It's Edgar Wright definitely doing a callback to probably what he loved in old slashers, you know exactly. what I mean? And being like, dude, I want to do that. I don't give a fuck if it's 2021. I'm going to put that shit in my movie right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, it, he's he's like meticulous. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's he's a very precise director. And so for the ghosts to look just like misshapen like putty monsters that was a choice on his part to do that i wonder why he strayed away from doing something a little bit more visually horrifying mm-hmm. you know what i mean what do you think i i i can't imagine what it could have been but it it does remind me more of something like a thumb thumb yeah. or even <laughs> like the scooby doo movies you know these are obviously real men that we see yeah. alive but then once they're dead they're like these weird misshapen like exactly like fucked up versions what? of themselves I, you know I think I guess my two cents is that whenever Sandy was young and like she's going through that monotonous cycle of being oh. asked the same questions by the same types of guys and mm-hmm. these same sleazy clubs every Faceless day, men. she just didn't even bother looking at them or recognizing them, yeah. their faces at all, because that's that wasn't part of it at all whatsoever. They're just using her. And she's probably boozed up. She's Ooh. drugged. She's yeah. She's drinking. Like at that point, their faces don't matter. They're still going to do what they're going to do to her. Yeah, but to, so to, I think to, they don't deserve to have to faces. Bring it back to a conversation <laughs> well, we kind of brought up earlier, just because I want to bring this all together. What we just kind of talked about. Um, one interesting thing to me is the only fictional vision we get is on a Taylor Joy's murder is her being murdered by Matt Smith. And I think that definitely goes back to the reality that everything we're seeing is coming from these dead men mm-hmm. in the sense mm-hmm. that that's probably what Matt Smith wanted to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so yes. that is his like will and desire coming from the dead being like, this is like what he wanted in that moment versus what we finally learned was the reality is that she managed to somehow take the knife and then stab him in the throat with it. Mm-hmm. And we don't get that until she actually tells us yeah. later on in the movie. So I think that's like an interesting kind of question of like, so once again, who is who is creating these things that she's seeing? You know, is it the men that are dead that, won't, you know, when we finally... Well, also, why would they pin her to the bed and then turn around and be like, help? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. y'all are being very counterproductive <laughs> to what you want right now, you know? You're like scaring the shit out of her, you're pinning her down, and now you're going to hand her the phone she's just been desperately reaching for this whole time? You could have just left her the fuck alone, you idiots. I also... <laughs> Um, when men, men, <laughs> you always got to help mansplain. Bad yeah. communication. I can get the phone better than you yeah, can. Exactly. You just can let dial me the do phone. it. You got to remember, these are sixties ghosts, so they're yeah. misogynists. Yeah. <laughs> like women can't touch the phone. Yeah. Uh, when Miss Collins was explaining um, how she killed the men yes. and stuff like that, she actually did say, "Like I." blanked out their faces when like i would have to have sex with them so it made it easier for me and but that's also kind of weird because it's like well again like kenny was saying where are we getting these visions Mm -hmm. from i think it's like a psychic (laughs) imprint that the events were so traumatizing it's like bled into the walls and this is like a Stephen king this this house is alive you know eloise has just absorbed all of it Mm-hmm. And so she just feels the feelings because the confusing scene where it seems like Matt Smith is killing Anya Taylor-Joy, mm-hmm. 
John is also there freaking out. And Ms. Collins is banging on the other side of the door. So there's like three things for her now broken psyche to yeah. try and comprehend. So, of course, she's going to get, you know, the facts jumbled or. You That's know. also true. We don't actually see the murder necessarily. We see right. it from her point of view. You see blood. Yeah. Yeah. All over. It's, I think it's maybe like they Gone do, Girl. I think they do show Anna Taylor Joy maybe like bleeding out a little bit at one point. Maybe. Yeah, they but... show her with the like neck, cuts right? on yeah. the neck. Okay. <laughs> um, and so it's just perception, I mm-hmm. think. But it's emotion. I like that. That it, this is emotion yeah. more than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it's like burnt into the. It's yeah. energy. Yeah. It's yeah. the emotion that energy. they spent there. Yeah. Um, I it's confusing let's talk about the matt smith and the um oh yeah we, we brought up terrence stamp at the very beginning and have not talked about how he yeah. actually is in this movie i did not like that you Art. didn't like no. that it was a twist i didn't i don't think it's did it enough sense. like yeah when he didn't do enough he didn't do enough like she was clearly had a vested interest in this case she had a vested interest in sandy and she wanted to just know information he would refuse to give her information like he could have, instead of making her feel weird and the bar and like and being, being all, all cryptic, yeah, he could have just fucking like said it. Yeah. Like he knew that she was like kind of obsessing over it yeah. and was like following him around. I was like scared of him. Why didn't he just explain he knew her in the fact that he was a cop back in the day? Like that could have solved so much. Yeah. I didn't like that twist necessarily i was like really like yeah. mm. he's like who's your mother she's like she's dead and he's like oh most of them are it's like no be like are you related to alexandra collins you yeah know, like, that's how a police officer would do his I, job yes yeah. i think it it felt more like they added in there to make this more of a mystery yeah exactly. I mean, you know exactly. what i mean it was something that wasn't really needed but at the same time it was needed to fulfill the mystery role of the film. And you know it, what I mean? Especially because Matt Smith has no ghostly presence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though he's the first victim and maybe the most important, like we don't see him return to Thomas and Mackenzie as like one of these ghostly shaped True. men. Mm-hmm. So it just leads into the manufactured twist of like, is that Matt Smith as an old man or not? Right. You know? And it does complete the idea of the misogyny the story's trying to tell in the sense that he would have just gotten away with these things. That he could have literally murdered this girl back in the 60s, and then here he is still just out on the streets, a free man, not a care in the world, probably still murdering women in her mind, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, So it really fulfills that circle of wow. like how easy it was to just get away with that kind of shit, you know yeah. what I mean? So I think it works in that way, too, to build your hate for that character, and to understand why she would have such a natural hostility for him without even knowing... Who he was. He's Leslie. Yeah. That's Leslie. Come on. Come on. Everyone knows who Leslie is. Yeah, all the Irish know Leslie, you know? <laughs> I love Leslie. <laughs> now, I just wish I liked that better because yeah. I wanted to like it, but when it happened, like everything else was so good that that felt a little bit like they dropped the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think pinning this as a mystery is kind of a misdirection. Yeah. Especially because you could have leaned into the more, the more. Uh, evident mystery which is is any of this real, real or is this all manufactured this should have been some sixth sense kind of shit of like what am i seeing and how real is any of this yeah. right. at first i'm like is she schizophrenic exactly and then i'm like mm-hmm. is she just going through a psychotic episode like because of like the culture shock of like her life and her life now yeah um but there's even that scene with like Jacosta where it seems like she might have drugged her they oh, didn't yeah. even at remotely lean into that i know yeah yeah, and it, it Jocasta even seems like she wanted to drug them. Yeah, yeah I'm it, assuming they did drug her, and maybe exactly. Well, John that. seems fine. 
Well, he's done ecstasy. You know, he's, fine. <laughs> yeah. he's from South London. They yeah. do crazy shit down he's there. He's from yeah. the block. Yeah. He's from the block. He's, he's a May- block. Bro, his name's Mayhem, bro. He's <laughs> fucking have, done some shit. I love when she asked him if he had a car and he was like, how, how else am I going to get up <laughs> from South London? He's a bloke from the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a brovna. Brovna. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see he's gotten rid of all those probs he had. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to probs? He dead. Oh, dude. <laughs> no. Um, but on the, having this been my second rewatch, I felt like it was also like kind of obvious that we should have put two and two together in the fact that Miss Collins is obviously Sandy because she mentions yeah. right at the front, like, oh, I've lived here forever and bought it pennies off the old owner. And it's like, it's only been since the 60s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even 50 years, like that's probably the exact amount of time she would have been a maid in this place and then grown into it. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's one of those. It's like, if I would, if you're paying attention, it's a twist that most people, I guess, should have gotten. You know what I mean? But I think the only evidence that that's not possible that Diana Rigg could be Anya Taylor-Joy is that Anya Taylor-Joy's eyeballs take up 50% of her face, <laughs> and Diana Rigg has the tiniest little old lady eyeballs. That's true. Well, your eyes grow closer <laughs> together. Over oh, also, you whenever shrink. you get cut with a knife, your face changes. Oh, yeah. No matter where you get cut. <laughs> Reconstructing <laughs> surgery. Yeah, your face yeah. completely changes. So. Even It was on her hand, but they do your face just as a yeah. precaution. Yeah. yeah. They're like, ooh, <laughs> we should fix that. <laughs> I kind of I, I, I sense that it was her like two thirds into the movie I would say mm-hmm. um, I was like that's Anya Taylor Joy isn't it mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah especially when she was like oh like you kept playing your music and made me want to like take out my own mm-hmm. music I was like hmm so uh, when Terrence Stamp dies and they're like no that's Leslie I was like it's all fabrication yeah none of no, it's this real. real there's no Anya Taylor Joy this is a paranoid little yes. girl yeah. mm-hmm. I, thought I that was too. like that works better. Uh, but you know, we, we but can... then we got it. It was after that, it was like 30 more minutes of <laughs> whatever the more fuck twist. happened. Yeah. That's... You know, this also could have gone a completely different way. Like this movie could have literally ended with Thomas and McKenzie's character in a straight jacket in a mental hospital. And that would have been also a really cool film. Yeah. I just, I think it's a detriment to the film that Miss Collins ends up just being a, a murder villain in the end. That she's just like, oh, we'll now kill main leads so that I'm a bad guy that also has to die at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that's such a detriment to what I felt like this story was trying to tell up to the point that it happens. You know what I mean? It felt like it completely flipped I, itself on its so side. Evil you know? never prevails. Yeah. <laughs> I think it all works if the events laid out differently. Mm-hmm. That's yes. my opinion. I like the idea of Anya Taylor-Joy's character dying in the brothel, in the fire, just sitting on the bed with all, with I mean, all the that. men she killed. Because then she would be free, her. kind of. Yeah. Yes, but not while also trying to murder Eloise. And, yeah. Well, she lets her go. No whenever, yeah. whenever they hug and it, she turns back into Anya Taylor-Joy, I'm like, this is all visually awesome. Is, it, is, she, like a, is she like a murder werewolf? That's why men can't be there after 8 p.m. Because like she's fine during the day, but after oh, 8 o'clock, the murder like, I yeah, she's murder a man. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I need to kill a man right now. Right now. And um, right that, that that scene uh, where they're on, they're doing like the knife fight. I'm like, damn, this old lady's strong as fuck. Yeah. Like they're like trying to push her, and she won't. And she's like, she has really fast reflexes. I'm like, damn. But um, it would at that point it would also turn to Anya Taylor Joy like in a '60s like outfit, mm-hmm. and um, Ellie mm-hmm. on the staircase. And I really liked that transition too. too. It looked really yeah. like good visually. But the entire time I was like, kick the bitch, yeah. I know! kick her. Yes. Oh, you know, I've been thinking the opposite. I'm like, just stab her. She's right in front of you, laying down. Just stab her. Like she's right there. 
<laughs> why are you singing? She's like, why are you singing yeah. right now? Walking super slow, doing these super dramatic slashes. I'm like, come on. And I'm like, maybe if you weren't so hyper-focused on singing while you're doing this, you'd actually get it done. This isn't cabaret, guys. Let's get to work. <laughs> Uh, the initial stab that John got in the stomach, uh-huh. I was like, oh, homie dead. dead. Yeah, I was so I was, so I was pissed. I was like, yeah. really? This man, he did all that just to die at the end? Like, yeah. I, I was, I was I like, would be unsettled. Bitch, you were able to crawl up those stairs and run to the phone, <laughs> but you couldn't yell, John, she has a knife. Yeah. <laughs> well, she drugged. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, the adrenaline really kicked in once the fire got going and John got stabbed. <laughs> right. yeah, right. And Which, all the old men ghosts were like, I have to help us. I, I, I knew from the beginning of the film, well, kind of beginning, when she first enters the dorm, that there's going to be a fire somewhere because uh, Jocasta undoes the smoke uh, detector to smoke a cigarette. Uh, and so later on, there's a fire caused by a cigarette. Dang. Bring it all together. Look at that. Damn. Wow, Edgar, man. Edgar Wright and PD working in the same yeah. kind of way. I actually wrote like. this. Uh, <laughs> You're I'm, Christy? I'm Christy. <laughs> You're Christ. I'm Christ. I'm Christ. <laughs> um, but at the, at the end of this film uh-huh. as well, I fucking hated those outfits. Really? What yeah. outfit? No, the, the one she made. She made. Yeah. Oh. Where she's like duct tape on the yeah. yeah. It's like the nice thing on a Taylor Joy wore, like, but with duct tape on top. Yeah, and like the message. outfit that Thomas and McKenzie was wearing at the in, at the end of the that film. Was nice. That was a much better outfit than the outfit she presented. Yeah. That it's it, that's just how fashion school is. Like yeah. they just make you like very exper- experimental and you yeah. saw you saw I, and you were just like What the hell is even there? <laughs> I was like You're wow. like ah. crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, damn it's a His iPad's dying. Yeah. Chick with the muscles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is no. I was bummed out about those outfits too, because I was like it must have been the teacher being like, okay, I'm glad you're doing all this 60s stuff. You have to make it modern. Though. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah. you got to make it ugly. <laughs> you got to put some duct tape somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. not fashion without duct tape. And it has to be like London modern. Which like, is... I saw the outfit and I was like, now who the fuck did that? <laughs> Eloise, come on. Come on, Ellie. Yeah. Come on. Use some of that trauma. Let's make some real art. <laughs> when I saw them walking out, I started naming them and I was like, Ning. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> You're dumb, bro. You're dumb. Sorry. Dude, that's stupid. You're a fucking idiot. Get out of here. <laughs> you and your dad jokes. I'll be rapping, I'll be capping, I'll be tapping, dude, I'll be flapping, I'll be tapping. All right. So, Christy, this was your second time watching it. Yeah. Um, how was it on the rewatch? Um, Does it rewatch as well as other Edgar Wright movies? No. I see, so you liked it less on the rewatch. Not that I liked it less. Um, you know, when once you know a twist, you know, it's never the mm-hmm. same on the second rewatch. But um, yeah, kind of like <laughs> kind of like what we said about um, how like the first part of the movie was so good, like it carried it. And then like, just like the last like half hour, just really just it's it feels redundant. very. Yeah. yeah, it feels very dragged out. Mm-hmm. But, like the last half hour, my like, mm, this movie does not need to be this long. I think. um so yeah, there was that, I guess, slight misconception. Um, it's still a really good movie. I love the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. I love the music. I love the costuming. I love the scenes in the 60s, like the cars and just the streets and everything. It looks so cool. Um, I agree. The acting. I think really there's no one that's bad. Mm-hmm. I think everyone does their job yeah. very well. Oh, I agree. Even, Everybody does a great fucking yeah. job. Yeah. There's no one. <laughs> there's no one that like, I'm like, dang, like, 
That was a Nepo baby right there. <laughs> they paid for that role. No, I think everyone was really good. And um, yeah, Joe Costa was the right amount of bitch. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's so funny. Like she's like, yeah, it's a whatever the fuck brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like yeah. I'm like. She looks so 2017. Like she's mm, like, girl, that's so last year. Yes, I was like, not it's so 2021. <laughs> Status obsessed. God. But yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. Anything Edgar Wright, I really tend to like anyway. So yeah. I I wasn't disappointed. It's just different than what I'm normally used to seeing yeah. from him. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't no baby driver. Yeah. And it was I, a very interesting film. Yeah, no, I I love the premise. I even consider buying a poster of it. So yeah. if it does that, it's pretty good in my book. Yeah, a lot of the the visuals, visuals, well, and the advert adverts for oh, it and stuff yeah. are awesome. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? I think that looks so great. Exactly, and it perfectly encapsulates the some of the visuals of the movie in the sense of the blue and red lighting, mm-hmm. like you said. We've got the girls, 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 which we get hinted on, like being literally on the wall of the H or the eight Gooch place at one point. You know. Yeah. <laughs> also, so. I love the name Gooch Street. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know where Gooch is at. So Close. I'm down there on the googe. She's like, I can find it. <laughs> See, I'm very aware of where googe is. And I love the costumes that Anya Taylor Joy was in. Mm-hmm. Loved yeah. her costumes. Yeah, she yes. looked great. Um, it was all aesthetically pulled off just well. Super well. Super dope. Um, yeah, it's a sicko movie. Um, See, it's a sicko mode movie. Sicko mode, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I give it 10 out of 10 sicko modes. Um. <laughs> I give it. We're just gonna uh, ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it wow. seven rapey ghosts. Whoa! I'm gonna <laughs> give it seven or ten. Only seven? There's like a hundred in her walls. <laughs> yeah. Well, I give it seven rapey ghosts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. With, I mean, that's arguably that's seven more rapey ghosts than you want. That's true. So, <laughs> well, that's true. I would give it six um, garlic bistros out of ten. <laughs> there you go. That's a that's, pretty good one. That's that's enough. One's enough. <laughs> And get I just, it, you're not a vampire. And I just give it all of the 1960s. Just the oh, whole, the whole decade. It just 1960 gets it. out of 1960. Yeah, just 1960 out of 1960. Not 1961, though. No. S- specifically 1969, if yeah. we're being honest. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, yeah. uh, awesome. F- fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a good-ass movie. Good job, Edgar. Th- that is a great-ass movie. Um, what, does he have anything else that we know coming up I'm in, sure in the he's, future? I'm sure he's cooking up a something. Uh is it adult driver? Are we finally going to get to see what that guy does as a, he did, as he's a man? He's not in a car seat anymore. No, it's teen driver. <laughs> oh, true. The then man. young adult driver. He's remaking The Running Man. No way. Yeah, he's remaking The Running Man. I'm so glad Ooh, that I asked to look into this. <laughs> the futuristic United States of 2025. When it probably world. comes out in 2025. I know, I'm like, at that point. When the world becomes a dystopia. Edgar, this better be real. <laughs> He's mentioned that he wanted to remake it, but I don't think he's interested in making it like the movie. I think he I'm wants so to make it like, like the book. Like where, the book. Yeah, where it's the whole world is out to get the person. Because well, it says a dystopian world, yeah. We also need somebody to make uh, the heat into a show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We need heat to be remade as a TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, I said the heat. Which yeah. is the Sandra Bullock. <laughs> the Sandra Bullock. And I'm like, really, that one? Yeah. Melissa McCarthy Sorry. at her best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she falls down and she's zany. Oh, oh my gosh, she's so zany. <laughs> oh, man. She's a little quirky, yeah. a little offbeat, you know? Yeah. She's like, whoa! Yeah. You know? I love when she says raunchy stuff. Yeah. That, yeah, that reminds me of um, fucking that movie Garden State where <laughs> fucking, what's her name? Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. Where she's just like, you know, I'm just quirky. I'm weird. I'm different. 
like because i remember i was watching that movie with amber i was making her watch it and she, she was like i, I don't like this girl yeah. because i tell i can tell she's just one of those girls it's just like i'm so weird i'm yeah. different yeah and then like not even a minute a she's a yeah. pick me not yeah. even a minute after that she starts doing that yeah. amber was like i can't fucking watch this movie anymore <laughs> i'm not like normal girls because yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm like dude <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I'm a man. <laughs> well, Don't thank you guys. Sex. Uh thank you Christy for being mm-hmm. here. Uh thank you Christy. And, and they you, are paying princess. me by the way. Yes. So we're yeah. paying you in <laughs> mo- real life Your money. Mm. We're giving you 5 doll hairs each. <laughs> I got plenty of dog hairs with what, my pup over there. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> was she German? She the 60s I don't remember her speaking like that before. Oh my gosh, I can kiss this. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, it stinks so no, bad. I love it so much. I have no idea. Wow. Oh, the sweetest baby breath ever. It smells like fish. <laughs> her treats are salmon. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, uh, rate and review us wherever you guys get uh, podcasts. Yeah, and, and if, if y'all don't notice, clearly me, Paul Davian, and Kenny go way back. <laughs> so far. Yeah. So far back. I knew him back when they didn't even know it. Yeah, back when, when we talked about comic books. <laughs> oh, yeah. So hey, long, I yeah. actually listen to some of those. <laughs> even, I'm not a big comic book person, but I still listen. Yeah, but uh, rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts. Do it. Follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes below. And Send to a friend to watch. Yeah. Christy, you got anything to plug? You want to plug it? Um, no. Just some, yeah. yeah. If you want to plug this charger in, you can plug yeah. it in. <laughs> I don't want any clout. Just here for the game. Yeah. You don't got a weed dealer to, yeah. Like, oh, go, what? Go get, go get uh, Tony's stash. <laughs> you know? uh, well, keep watching those movies and keep fucking those chickens. Yeah, and we'll uh, see y'all then. We'll see y'all another time. Good right now. Oh, dude, I'll fuck that McDonald's <laughs> chicken. <laughs> that McChicken don't know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers. Yeah, yeah, Liars. Hey. Just do that. Chick with the muscles. Daddy chill. I was just gonna say it. This guy fucks. All right. I love beans. Wow. I love him. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Which one of these motherfuckers? You it only counts if you saw them. I'm just goofing. I'm just goofing. Can you can you verify? Can you give me some 411 on that background and what you're feeling in general on that subject?